Hello, sweethearts. Thanks for joining me today on Love Letters 2, the daily podcast dedicated to wonderful and unexpected things. In today's episode, continuing through our month of famous firsts and first times, it is a love letter to Moses Fleetwood Walker. Moses got a little love back in December in the Jackie Robinson, Pee Wee Reese story, but today it is time for Moses to be in the spotlight. Moses Fleetwood Walker was the first black man to play Major League Baseball over 60 years before Jackie Robinson. His is an incredible story that most people aren't familiar with and should not be lost to the years. I'm Alicia Mintz, and I invite you to join me today for this love letter to Moses Fleetwood Walker, coming to you right after a brief word from our sponsors. Dear Moses Fleetwood Walker, you are one of the unsung heroes of American history. Your accomplishment is often attributed to another much better known man who came several years after you. Although many people think the first African American to play Major League Baseball was Jackie Robinson, it was actually you, Moses Fleetwood Walker, all the way back in 1884, over 60 years before the great Jackie Robinson played for the Brooklyn Dodgers in 1947. You were born on October 7, 1856, in Mount Pleasant, Ohio. You were born into a pretty remarkable family. Your father, Moses W. Walker, was a black physician in a time when that was incredibly unusual. Your mother, Caroline, was a trained midwife. You were the fifth of their six children. You were known as Fleet and started playing baseball as a child. You attended Oberlin College in 1878 and played baseball there. You stood out at Oberlin, and soon your younger brother, Weldy, joined you on their team. Your performance in the final game of the 1881 season got the attention of the University of Michigan, who decided to recruit you to play for their program. Weldy and your girlfriend, Bella Taylor, went with you to Michigan, and you and Bella were married in 1882. Moses, you strengthened that Michigan team greatly and led them to a successful 1882 baseball season. With your help, the team won 10 out of their 13 games. The college paper even referred to you as the wonder. During your time at the University of Michigan, you were also able to play for money on a semi-professional baseball team. You were the catcher for the White Sewing Machine Company of Cleveland in 1881, the Newcastle Nationox in 1882, and the Toledo Blue Stockings in 1883. In 1884, the Toledo Blue Stockings went from a minor league to a major league team. Your first game was in Louisville, and you faced a great deal of racism there, being refused a hotel room and service at a restaurant. You ended up getting benched for the game when the Louisville team refused to play if you participated. Sadly, you faced discrimination and poor treatment from some of your own teammates as well. One of these teammates was Toledo's pitcher, Tony Mullane, which obviously caused great difficulty for you because you were the catcher. And of course, these two positions, pitcher and catcher, must work together in order to be successful. 
New York Age on January 11, 1919, reported, Toledo once had a colored man who was declared by many to be the greatest catcher of the time and even greater than his contemporary, Buck Ewing. Tony Mullane, than whom no pitcher ever had more speed, was pitching for Toledo, and he did not like to be the battery partner of a Negro. Mullane was quoted admitting, Moses Walker was the best catcher I have worked with, but I disliked a Negro, and whenever I had to pitch to him, I used to pitch anything I wanted without looking at his signals. One day, he signaled me for a curve, and I shot a fastball at him. He caught it and came down on me. He said, I'll catch you without signals. I won't catch you if you're going to cross me when I give you signals. And all the rest of that season, he caught me and caught anything I pitched without knowing what was coming. This wasn't the only instance of racism you faced. Pressure against both you and the Toledo team was nearly constant. Leading up to a game against Richmond, Virginia, the Toledo manager, Charlie Morton, received this letter written September 5, 1884. Manager, Toledo Baseball Club. Dear Sir, We the undersigned do hereby warn you not to put up Walker, the Negro catcher, the evenings that you play in Richmond, as we could mention the names of 75 determined men who have sworn to mob Walker if he comes to the ground in a suit. We hope you will listen to our words of warning so that there will be no trouble. But if you do not, there certainly will be. We only write this to prevent much bloodshed, as you alone can prevent. Determined as you were, Moses, you didn't let any of these challenges keep you from playing the game you love. You played 42 games between May and September. But on September 4th, 1884, when you played your last game for Toledo, it wouldn't be until 1947 that another black man would play Major League Baseball when Jackie Robinson joined the Brooklyn Dodgers. It is not entirely known what caused the great time gap in the color line between your days playing Major League Baseball and when Jackie Robinson first played, but some historians speculate that it may have started when Cap Anson, a popular first baseman who turned coach and manager, brought his Chicago team to Toledo to play. Anson was one of the best players and most respected leaders in Major League Baseball. Anson was also an outspoken racist. He had many supporters, both inside baseball and in the country. Anson's position was that black men should not be allowed to play on the same fields as white men, and he had a major influence in segregating baseball. To Toledo's credit, the team management in the city largely came to your defense, for this game anyway, but it was less than a month later when baseball would become segregated for the next 60 years. Unfortunately, you continued to experience hardships even after you left baseball. In 1892, you were attacked by a group of white men. While defending yourself during the attack, you fatally stabbed one of the men. You were charged with second-degree murder and rightfully pleaded not guilty due to self-defense. Thankfully, in this case, justice prevailed, and after a trial, you were acquitted of the charges. However, a few years later in 1898, you were involved with more legal troubles. You were charged with mail robbery by postal inspectors and found guilty. For this conviction, you spent a year in federal prison. 
You still didn't let your hardships get the best of you. And in 1908, you published a pamphlet about your ideas and experiences on race. It was called Our Home Colony, a treatise on the past, present, and future of the Negro race in America. You also edited a Black Issues newspaper called The Equator. By this time, you were married to your second wife, Edna. As a couple, you managed a hotel and the local theater called the Opera House in Ohio. While at the Opera House, you invented three improvements in film reel loading and changing. Moses, you were an impressive and talented man in many areas. In your life, you were a law student, a baseball player, a husband, father, entrepreneur, writer, racial pioneer, inventor, and activist. You had to endure abuse and bigotry. You were a convicted felon and also successfully defended yourself against murder charges. It is remarkable that we know so little about you and your extraordinary life. It's uncertain how you were virtually lost to history, but this love letter honors your contributions and legacy. You died on May 11, 1924, from pneumonia at the age of 67. You had three children, but sadly, your only grandchild did not survive infancy, and therefore you have no direct descendants. When you died, you were buried in an unmarked grave in Steubenville, Ohio. In 1991, this indignity was corrected, and your grave is now acknowledged. We can only hope that in the future, more come to know your truly remarkable story. Of course, we will continue to honor Jackie Robinson for his accomplishments and significant contributions to baseball's integration, but he was not the first black man to play Major League Baseball. That was you, Moses Fleetwood Walker. Your brother Weldy was actually the second. Jackie Robinson, although more known, was actually the third. Your baseball career did not mark the end of segregation in baseball the way Robinson's did, but you were the pioneer, the very first to break the color line. Here's to you, Moses Fleetwood Walker, an unsung hero of civil rights. We wish you could have lived to see the racial integration of baseball. May your struggles in life soon be acknowledged and honored as you so deserve. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Love Letters 2. Until we meet again, darlings, stay in love. Thanks for listening to Love Letters 2, a Hemlock Creatives production. Feel like showing some love to Love Letters 2? We'd love it if you tell a friend or leave us a kind review or even come and visit us on social media. You can find us at Instagram or Facebook at Love Letters 2 Podcast. You can also reach out and email us at loveletters2podcast at gmail.com or visit our website at loveletters2podcast.com. Until we meet again in the next episode, darlings, stay in love.